Welcome to On Mission, the teaching ministry of the Mission Church in Urbandale, Iowa. We exist to love God by loving others, leading them to become fully functioning followers of Jesus Christ. Join Pastor Mike as he teaches through the Gospel of Luke. Go ahead and grab your copy of God's Word and uh, find Luke chapter 12. Today we're looking at verses 22 through 34. While you're doing that, I just want to introduce the topic uh, that we'll be looking at today, and it's all about worry or anxiety. And you know, worry and anxiety have been part of our world since Adam and Eve fell from their uh, position and their place of innocence and became sinners. And because it's been around for so long, I decided as I was coming to this topic that I would do a search on the internet to see if I could find any source whatsoever that would have anything positive to say about worry and or anxiety. And you know what? I couldn't find a single source that had anything positive to say about worry or anxiety. Just the opposite. I found a lot of negatives. And I, I saw this one medical site and I was looking at it, and it informed me that worry and or anxiety have at least 12 harmful effects that um, impact our body. Let me just run through these quickly. First, a sense of doom. Second, panic attacks. Number three, depression. Four, headaches. Five, irritability. Six, breathing problems. Seven, heart palpitations. Eight, upset stomach. Nine, loss of libido. Ten, extreme fatigue. Eleven, increased blood pressure. And twelve, muscle and joint pain. There's not a good thing in that whole list, but all of those from a medical perspective are symptoms that can come upon a person who is in constant worry and or anxiety. So I left the internet and I opened up the Bible and I thought I'd do a little search in the Bible. Can I find anything in the Bible that would say something positive or good about worry or anxiety? And uh, I couldn't find anything in the Bible either, and I'm sure that you knew that would be true. In fact, what I found, uh, and it's found in today's passage for today's message, um, Luke here shows us that Jesus saw worry and or anxiety as a detriment to discipleship. So we're going to be talking today about it, and from the perspective of don't worry. Now, as I share today what I've discovered uh, from this passage, I, I want to begin by telling you that, um, that I preach to myself today as much or more as I will be preaching to anyone else. For you see, I have had bouts in my life with tremendous worry and anxiety. And every one of those 12 negative effects... I know what they're about because I've experienced them personally. And so I don't come at this topic as an expert on how to get beyond it because I'm, I'm still a struggler. I'm still one who is, who is learning. Uh, you could say I'm a disciple who is trying to discover and learn how to walk perpetually in the freedom of confident faith as opposed to finding myself at times wallowing in the depths of worry 
and anxiety. So um, you're not going to hear me coming down on you. Uh, we're in this boat together if we're in it at all. And um, so let's get to the passage today. Luke chapter 12 verses 22 through 34. Verse 22, and he, that is Jesus, said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be weary, worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourself with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now these words that I just read to you are coming toward the end of Jesus's earthly ministry. Uh, he said these words almost verbatim at the beginning of his ministry, and we find those recorded in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 33. But I just wanted to make sure you understand that what you read in Matthew's gospel and what you're reading here in Luke's gospel with these words attached, they're, they're not coming from the same occasion, not even from the same region. However, it, it's important that we, we grasp this, that the fact that we see Jesus repeatedly teaching this concept um, informs us that the things he talks about here have great importance for those who would follow Jesus. And so we really want to pay attention and hear what he has to say and be open to what the Spirit of God wants to teach us today about trusting God with everything in our lives. I'm going to divide Jesus' teaching that we just read into four parts today. Um, those four parts, let me just give them to you quickly. The begin first one will be more than food and clothing, which is verses 22 through 24. Secondly, the futility of worry, verses 25 through 28. Rise above the pagans, verses 29 through 31. And finally, fear not, verses 32 through 34. Now we dive into this first topic, more than food and clothing. 
And as we do, I take us back to the passage that we looked at last Sunday, verses 12 through 21, where Jesus warned us that life does not consist in the abundance of things. And then we saw that uh, he gave a parable about a rich man who lived as though they did consist. It does consist in the abundance of things. And as we think about that rich man, we find really that he was filled with anxiety. Not anxiety about did he have enough, because he had more than enough. His anxiety was concerning how he would store up all that he had. This man was literally worried over the possibility of losing any portion of his abundance. And so as we come out of that account into the one that we're looking at today, we find Jesus drawing a contrast. He is drawing a contrast of those who do not put concern into stuffing their cupboards and closets full of food and clothing because they're afraid they're going to run out or they're afraid they're going to lose something, but who are willing to trust God that the resources they need will be available when needed. And I want us to also catch here today that the point Jesus is making is not directly just about food and clothing. Really, his, his comments about food and clothing are nothing more than easy to grasp examples of things that tend to cause people to get anxious. So really, it's a broader context, even though we see him talking about that specific. So I just, I just want to encourage us not to get hung up on just food or clothes. Instead, let's focus on the point that Jesus is making. And so, to make his point, Jesus refers to the birds of the air. And he specifically, in this offering of the teaching, mentions ravens. He tells us that the ravens do absolutely nothing to ensure their immediate or their future needs will be met. They do nothing to try to meet their needs. Instead, what the ravens actually do is they put 100% of their time and energy into fulfilling the purpose for which God made them. That's what they do. They give themselves fully to what God created them to do. And what we find then, and what Jesus uh, tells us, is that God makes sure that the resources needed to sustain life and to fuel their activities is provided for them. You know, it's interesting that Jesus would choose the raven, because uh, ravens were considered to be an unclean bird. They were considered to be scavengers. And it's interesting that Jesus would pick an unclean animal, Having made the unclean scavenger an example on one side of God's provision and care, Jesus then places man on the other side, and he reminds us that we are more valuable to God than they are. And so what's the point? What is it that Jesus is wanting us to understand? Well, truth point number one today will bring that out for us. Truth point number one says that if God watches over and provides for the needs of unclean scavengers, how much more does he watch over and provide for his image bearers? Well, that's an interesting term, image 
bearers. For some of you, that might be the first time you've ever heard of mankind being referred to in that way. And yet the scripture teaches us that that is exactly what mankind is. We alone, man and woman, we alone are made in the image of God. And while we are fallen creatures, we remain nonetheless the focus of his love and redemption. And so it's interesting that Jesus would tell us how God carefully makes sure that these scavengers, these, these, these unclean birds are cared for by him and they are provided for by him. And then he reminds us that we are of more value than they. So if he's going to provide for them, how much more will he provide and watch over those of us who actually bear his image? Now, there's a second truth point that I want to take out of this part of the passage. And so, here it is. Truth point number two says that it is all too easy to get our needs and our wants confused. Have you ever had your needs and wants confused? Think about that. God never promised to give us our wants But he has promised to meet our needs. Anxiety and worry is often the result of striving for our wants while undervaluing God's provision for our need. This is On Mission. The Mission Church is located at 12001 Ridgemont Drive in Urbandale. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at themissiondsm.org or call us at 515-255-2122. We gather for worship each Sunday at 10 a.m. We would be honored for you to join us. Have a blessed day, and thank you for listening to On Mission.